Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was a bouncing and laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping that we'd just hang on. What's up, guys? I'm Connor Ferguson here with Damon Helgevald for another episode of the ARD podcast. Damon, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. It's been a been a little bit, but uh, I know, it's been a while since we've done one of these. I've been, I, I don't even I, remember I don't what to do. Just getting hurt and being sick and stuff. So yeah, no kidding. But no, it's uh, it's been good, man. It's been uh, been a lot of fun. And how's things been going your way? Oh, it's you know same old, same old. But I uh, had a great time yesterday out at a uh, beer can alley and appreciate Teddy Holly for uh, inviting all us out there. Uh, hooked me up with a shirt and a beer, like three minutes after I walked in the door. So that was pretty cool. Uh, ending of the game sucked. Rest of it was all right. I was going to say, well, I don't know about the rest of it about let's go with like, there's not like, there's not a better team to be down 38 to 21. to. Well, I mean, I, I don't 21, know. nothing. I don't know. Whatever it was. 28, 28, seven. Yeah. There's not a, yeah. I, cause if you're down that against Kansas, everyone's laughing at you. At least right. like no one really noticed. They're just like assuming, or Iowa State will probably come back. Which they did. And then tied it and everything thought it was going to overtime. And then it didn't. It sucked that we lost that game too. Cause yeah. as, as a kid, uh, I always dreamt of the one game where Iowa State would get all the calls that go their way. And they I did. Thought of, I kind of thought that would have been a win. but Oh, man, I'm telling you, I was – Everything. There was like it, oh, yeah. a 50-50 call, and they went and reviewed it, and they changed the rule on the field. It's like, dude. I mean, I, we had a basketball game here, so I was listening to the radio broadcast of it, and – it, it seemed like every call that, that was questionable got reviewed and went in our favor. And I'm thinking, how are we down this bad? And every call is going our way. 
Oh man, it it was a wild one for sure. It was, it was crazy. But so. we also uh, had a wild weekend of racing action. I was thoroughly, um, not impressed, but locked into the Invested. Fox Sports One coverage. Yeah, invest. That's a good word. The FS One coverage for an HRA. But uh, you and me were texting, and I was like hoping our guy Ron Caps would uh, go and win a funny car title. And you texted me like, hey, spoiler, by the way, he loses in the second round. They've ran all these races already. <laughs> so the, the problem is, and it's my whole beef with the TV deal that NHRA has, but they only do select races live. And you would think that the the title race, the, the two biggest races, the U.S. Nationals, which they do live, why not also make your title weekend live as well? Now, the Gator Nationals uh, showed up in an episode of Scooby-Doo once. I just want to say that. So I'd like to have that be a crown jewel for that okay. reason. It is. I mean, it's... It it's is? Okay, crown. awesome. Yeah, I just want to make sure we got that covered. Yeah. As yeah, I, I mean, get it, myself it, into the drag racing community. It is. It is a... It is a uh, crown jewel of sorts that's for sure but yeah, you, it, it, I, it's just frustrating because you know i there's a website that i go to that gets all the results while they're doing it live and then they've got nhra.tv which which uh does it live which is their streaming service but can i get that for free i wish you, you gotta pay for that yeah you gotta yeah it's that's, another i'm sorry for laughing because like these are i mean people that watch this sport die and love this sport yeah, you you gotta if you want. I should rephrase and say like would die for the sport. You get what I'm saying. Yeah, but if you want to watch, <laughs> if you want to watch it live, if it's not live on on the national network, then you have to buy the NHRA.tv. So, how much uh, does that cost? I, is, it dirt, is it Dirt Vision Steep or is it like um, it's, it's it's more expensive than Dirt Vision. Yeah. I wish everyone could see my face right now. That absolutely sucks. And that I don't, I don't get that. I do not. Get I'll that. look it up and tell you, but it, <laughs> it's frustrating um, because they don't get the national coverage that they probably should, especially when there's championship races going on. And I want, I want to go into that in a sec too, but is yeah. there anything that the NHRA can do? Can they run those races an hour later? Well, they at least they, the they final could. They essentially they could. The problem is um, because of all of the other series that run with them. So they are running sportsman divisions on top of running the national. Right, you have cars on the track all day, but you can you can go up to Tony Pedregon in the booth. You could. He's not very fun to listen to, but you can. Do you, are you do you um, not like him that much? I don't mind Tony. Um, I don't have a. He's not as good as. Um, as Mike Dunn was in the booth and, okay. and Tony, but he's a Tony big name and face and that's probably why he got it. Yeah. He he's a champion in the sport and, and they wanted to move on from Mike Dunn after he was at ESPN with them. So, which it is what it is, but gosh, I didn't. So I, when there's a lot of announcers that will come on my TV, I only notice if they're super bad. Yeah. He's I, not, I noticed he's not bad. Ones, and the ones I've I've heard talk before in a different medium, mm -hmm. those are the people I will remember. But everyone right. else, I just kind of don't remember. But I was gonna tell you, like I think, like bringing him and bringing a name in the booth like that is great for the sport. Yeah, every every Sunday being on FS1, whether it's 
tape delayed yeah. or live, you know. Yeah, and that's why they did it because he is a big name and he's a you know, like I said, he's a world champion two <laughs> times and uh, has, has had a lot of success and has been a lot around the sport long <laughs> enough. And um, but you know, like a guy like Dave Reef who does dirt vision stuff. Now he was the, the uh, voice for the NHRA for the longest time. He was the play by play on TV for the longest time. And then they went away with, with Brian loans on Fox for some odd reason, but I love Dave, man. I I'm so lucky that I got to meet him and he knows who I am and just a good friend to have. He's good. I, I enjoy listening to Dave and, and he knows a lot. He knows what he's talking about, but I just wish there was more that the NHRA could do to get more live stuff. Um, I, I don't know when their contract is up, but since moving to Fox, they've gotten a lot better exposure, but you would think that that would also start paying off with more, live events especially a big one like this yeah absolutely i'm right there with you and i think eventually i think it's going to take like a shift in something they do or how they race i don't know yeah i don't know if it's anything that they can do on track um just for the rent free people in my head i'm not advocating for the nhra to adopt a nascar style playoff format well you you wouldn't ever (laughs) see that if they did that that'd be absolutely (laughs) insane you just have one bracket at the end it's all 16 guys it it would be insane there would be no the the main problem is they don't have enough cars to do a big one like like nascar does but it it wouldn't be there'd be already there's already complaints about the way the championship shakes out in these series and that wouldn't make it any better i was you know, I, it came to my mind I, the championship the chase format that they have like right i suppose at the very least it makes it closer at the end no matter what it does and that's kind of why there was you know the drama going into the weekend and why you know torrents actually had to show up this weekend and why caps had to show up but all that yeah let's uh let's run through the winners uh steve torrents winning his fourth i believe in a row yeah fuel championship so that's pretty cool um i feel like i didn't know his name before this year uh so that tells you a little bit uh about where NHRA is at, but on the other side of things, Ron Caps getting his second career funny car title. Um, everybody knows who he is after his iRacing thing uh, during yeah. the pandemic. Yep he he was he was a big part of it. Uh, Cruz Pedregon, Tony's older brother, was was also a part of the iRacing stuff as well. And so yeah, they their names got out there, which was which was nice. I think that helped drew in a little bit more fans this weekend because of NASCAR being done. So I think that helped. Absolutely. And uh, who won motorcycle in pro stock? Uh, Greg Anderson won pro stock, his fifth yeah, so title. Kyle Larson car. Yep. Everyone next year is going to show up with that red, white, and blue paint scheme. Everybody's going to have that, <laughs> that paint scheme. Apparently it wins no matter what you do. Um, and then Matt Smith won his fifth uh, pro stock bike title. So he went up there and celebrated on the stage with no shoes. 
Yeah, because he went into the sand. Yeah, we 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 deducted that, but I thought it was, I thought it was just something he did regularly. Uh, so no. Matt, also, if you're listening, please do that every time you win. That's <laughs> sweet. It, it's pretty funny, isn't it? I like he, it. He went into the sand uh, because he had no brakes after winning. So he wins the round, wins the title, has no brakes, ends up in the sand. If there's ever a sport to have your brakes break, I mean, like NHRA, pretty good one to have happen. Depends on the depends on the vehicle you're you're a part of. That is fair. Uh, I might not want it to happen on a motorcycle either. Yeah. You don't want to have it. You don't want to have a period because it's not necessarily just sand. It's a lot of gravel and it's harder than it. It's not beach sand. Yeah. It's, it's not, no, you're not going to St. Pete and putting that that at the end of the drag strip. God, that's right around the corner, man. I know. Yeah. Like 11 weeks till NASCAR's back. I know. It's crazy to think that the seasons are just ending but yet second weekend in February, first weekend in February, whatever it is, we're full blown. And this is my favorite part of like what I've picked up in dirt racing and stuff that there is not an off season. We have races to cover through, I think December 14th is like the latest race that I know of. Um, And then starting December 26th, it all starts back up again right away. Yep. Like, I mean, your off season is literally a week of listening to Christmas music. And I, I will definitely be pumping out some silly season news that week. I can tell you. <laughs> well, and that you know, and that's it's funny you bring that up while we're talking NHRA too. Is how much is going to change next year? And again, a lot of it has to do with you know the Fox broadcast starting. You'll, to have, to, so you'll have to help me with it. I'll send you the files I'm doing for other series, but like driver team yeah, previews and it, stuff. It's pretty. It's pretty impressive because you know. Tony Stewart's bringing in two teams, and there's rumor oh, about. On. I need to hate on Matt Hagan. That guy yeah. skipped out on an interview with Ron Caps today. I don't like it at all. I'm gonna, we're gonna try to get Ron on here in the next couple episodes. Uh, I talked to him during the pandemic. Like, great guy, amazing dude. Yep. Um, and he at the end, he's like, "Call me anytime. Let me know um, yep. if you need anything again." And yeah, so he, we're gonna, he we're gonna him on. But Matt Hagan got. Uh, out of his car, Ron was sitting there waiting with a TV person to do the interview with him. And he just went into his car and like walked away. It's terrible. He stiffed him. So on, on Wednesday or whenever we talk to Ron, uh, I'm going to make sure that that rivalry gets off the ground. He made up for it though. At the next round. Did he? Yeah. They interviewed together after, after. Hagen oh, no, I can't hate, they, no, I can't hate him. Well, you're ruining things for me but you can because he did it after he beat him so <laughs> that's fair i mean but you know it's pretty cool i don't know if you got to hear ron's interview after hagan got beat in the semis but it was a pretty good interview i did hear that and i said that's probably why we're late they just let this guy talk and talk and talk <laughs> yeah he he was he was no, a good he's interview a, and he's a you know, fantastic interview he's just he gives in-depth qu- or answers to all the questions and, and, he, and you're sitting there listening the to him talk because you want to ask him something else. He's been around and seen so much. Right. And yet his first title came in 2016. The guy started racing in the late nineties. Really? So, yeah. He he's been around for a long time and he's ran for, he's drove for two guys, his entire career, two legends, 
Don Perdome was his first owner, and then now he's he's run for Don Schumacher, and he has been absolutely one of the best faces NHRA could ever have. And he gives great interviews, win or lose. And so that's why you see all those people come up to him after he won today, because that's how much he has the respect through the pits. He's the John Cena of the NHRA. And I love it. Yeah. I love well, it. I don't know. Hagen's the John Cena. He's got the muscles, man. You're putting John Cena on that, on Matt Hagen. Yeah. Hagen's a pretty cool dude. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. He is. He's a pretty cool dude. But Ron Ron Caps is. He is. If NHRA were to do a most popular driver thing, he would he would win it as much as Dale Junior. Bill Elliott did. Absolutely. All right. Um. Oh. Hey. What's your What's your pick on that? Does Larry Straub upset Chase Elliott this year? Hmm. I haven't seen – now, last week I would have said there's a chance. I don't think there's a I chance because I haven't seen any Dirt fans, like, going around to their friends and being like, we got we to gotta vote in Kyle Larson and break sure. the streak. Yeah, I don't know. I'll be curious to see what comes out. There's, there's a lot of Chase fans in that southeastern portion of the country. Right, so right. That And, you know, that's where – obviously where NASCAR lives. So, it'll be tough. Uh, it's going to take everybody in the dirt world to have him get knocked off. So I don't think it'll happen. Should we, uh, should we transition into formula one or nitro rally cross? Ooh. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to talk about formula one people out there. <laughs> um, this is the only podcast that's debating that which one's bigger. Uh, it, which one's bigger, or which one's smaller. You're true. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you thought you thought NHRA's coverage wasn't very good, man. Oh, that, okay. <laughs> We're just going to talk about Nitro Rally Cross first. All right. Dude, like the final morning. race was six freaking laps. Six laps? Make it ten or something. Come on. Honestly, I was, I was, I was peeved off, man. If, I was like, if this it wasn't kinda... for if it wasn't for you, I would have had no idea there was such a thing going on today. Right. Well, it's one of my favorite. Like when I was. Uh, probably 16, 15, I saw Rallycross on TV for the first time. And it's like, I was like, this is the arena football of Rallycross or of uh, racing. And I mm-hmm. fucking love arena football. So this can't suck. And I, I instantly fell in love with it. I love the sport. Uh, the personalities are always there. Yeah, it's Travis Pastrana at the helm of it every time. Um, and this, this league he actually owns, this series he owns and he's bringing it back and I love what they're doing with it. And I'm excited to see uh, kind of where they can go. He won his first race today. Kyle Busch finished fourth. Uh, so he was in the race. Was there and, four cars or what? <laughs> uh, I think they start the weekend at 14 and eight make the final. Okay. Well, Kyle did pretty good. He beat Steve yeah. Harpin. Yeah, he did. He did all right. I'll give him that. <laughs> He has more Nitro Rally Cross top fives than Lewis Hamilton does. Well, that doesn't take much. Lewis Hamilton's got to get out of his Mercedes. He, he nev- never. He will never do that because he'll get exposed. Probably, he might do it in a few years when he's old, and you can say, oh, well, he's older now. He doesn't really have it as much like Jimmy. We but, can we can finish it with your – we can we can go to your F1 next. Finish up your Rally Cross. No, we're good. We're good. Let's talk about F1. All right. Flow into it. 
Um, Lewis Hamilton won the race today, uh, coming from 10th, I believe. Didn't see uh, that one coming. Yeah, really charged back um, from the penalties he got at the start. Um, start of the weekend, I guess. He's the only person that I ever know of that got disqualified from qualifying. Right, exactly. He's done that one more time than uh, any of my favorite guys. Yeah, I've never seen it. <laughs> anyway, I, I was impressed with Lewis Hamilton's drive today. He did, though. He did pretty heinous crime after the race. He unbuckled his seatbelts before getting back to pit lane. Man's going to be suspended for at least three races next year because of that. I hope so. That would only be fair if we started <laughs> suspending people so this stuff wouldn't happen anymore, Dave. <laughs> My goodness. Did the uh, NFL officials make their way to F1 or what? It's been like that for 10 years. No one understands this. It's like every week I like remind people, like, here's the FIA being asshats again. Yeah, that's and insane. We, you, you can't escape them. And they do it on like racing moves too. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. like, okay, if you're not going to penalize Max for stopping for running Lewis as far away as he did today, mm-hmm. you shouldn't penalize any pass ever. I'm not saying it was egregious. I don't want either of them penalized. But what a penalty is and isn't in the FIA's eyes is boneheaded to me. I don't understand them. It's, it's judgmental. And as judgmental, is bad in, in the NASCAR world where they sometimes make the call and sometimes don't, they generally lean to the side of don't. Well, the FIA leans to the side of call it because <laughs> why not? Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Do you think, uh, who do you think gets the title at the end? Um, I, I don't know. It, it's tough to <clears throat> to say, you know, off of race by race kind of things, just because the tracks are so much different, and it's you'd like to say momentum is a big thing, but because the tracks are so different, you really can't. But um, for the sake of a good argument, I think it'll be Lewis. I do. That's good. I think this is the first time Lewis actually has to beat someone to win one of his titles. So I think it'll yeah. be Max. I think it'll be him. I think you'll see, which, you know, he is a good driver. Um, he is one of the best in the world and, and has shown that. So I think his ability to drive will come, will rise to the top. I agree on all fronts of that. Just for everyone who remembers that I like bashing the guy. I like bashing the guy, too, because he doesn't want to get out of his own Mercedes. Yes, but. he is one of the best drivers in the world, and by one of the best, I mean top 50. I don't mean top 20. I don't mean top 15. <laughs> I don't know. He might sneak his way into that part of the list if I had to write it down. If he gets in something that's not his Mercedes, he'd be all right. If he wins in something that's not his Mercedes, I'll put him way up. I just want him to get in something else and see how he does against period. other drivers, period. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we've seen him test Tony's stock car out at, at Coda. He did that. I but, want to see the lap times from that compared to the Cup Series guys. Right. I really want to. I think right. that would be hilariously awesome to compare and just shut up all the people that are telling me I can't say Kyle Larson is the best driver in the world because Lewis Hamilton is racing. Yeah. Well, and you and, one, these 
in the in the last seven years, he's been beating one to two cars on the racetrack, and that was the competition, and that yeah. was it. Yeah. Been blowing out the same people for the last 10 years. It antagonizes me. It is yeah. annoying. It, oh, man. It's, it I don't does, know. I don't know another driver that only runs one discipline of race cars that you can't like he gets so much for yeah just something so trivial well that's just it you're you you think about it and there's not anybody that comes close to to getting that kind of praise for being in one car right someone got mad i didn't call him a sir because he's a knight do you think true on? Do you think true honorable knights get caught cheating and unbuckle the, their uh, seatbelts early in the same week? Unbelievable, unbelievable. Terrible. All right, well, let's slap it over to questions. Um, one sec, I'm gonna pause. All right, guys, we're back here. Uh, we got questions now. We only got a total of three questions. Kind of disappointing. We'll get more. It was kind of a last-minute deal. You guys, you guys need to get, get those in there because I want to answer them. No, uh, we, we're going to try this out. I don't know how many weeks in a row we'll do it. I don't want to do it twice a week, or maybe I do want to do it twice a week. I don't, I don't know what we're going to do with this segment uh, or what we're going to do, but let me know what you guys want to hear. Let me know if you got any ideas for a segment. I'll let you sponsor it for a week if you want. <laughs> That's a good deal, right? I there you like. go. The value, the value back is good there. Yeah. Um, but questions from Adam Lupin. I think that's his last name. Um, first one, we saw the shenanigans between KB Racing and Elite Racing in Pro Stock the last two races, with Elite drivers trying to qualify on the lower half to get Greg Anderson's first – to get Greg Anderson out in the first round. What are your thoughts on that? Um. <clears throat> Crack open a bush lay here. Yeah, it. Uh, ooh, I don't know how to begin with this, but let's go with the fact that it it is not new. This isn't something that hasn't been done before, and it hasn't. It's been done by Greg Anderson himself. Um, he is qualified on the lower half of the field because a few years ago he tried to do the same thing for his teammate then and Jason Line. So it's not new, especially in the pro stock ranks. And I, I don't know. It, it kind of falls under that team orders situation. And, you know, are you putting your best foot forward? Are you not team orders? Is that okay? Stuff like that. I think as long as you're not throwing a race per se, qualifying is qualifying, but I think as long as you're not throwing a race, which we have seen in the past um, in drag racing, I, I don't have an issue with a qualifying qualifying bump because of it, I guess. My first thoughts, I didn't know people did this. I guess I should have been smart enough to know that racers are racers and they're going to gain the system as much as they can. Yeah. I, I like it. That's cool. They're going to go try to get that guy out. Mm -hmm. I, it's, I know it's not hard to slow down in qualifying guys, but you're not guaranteed that <clears throat> you're going to get on his side of the bracket. You're also not guaranteed a spot. 
right in the order because unlike unlike NASCAR, the top you take the top sixteen cars on the property. The yeah, there's no other way to do it. The fastest 16 on the property automatically go. Doesn't matter if you're with a multi-million dollar business or if you and me pack have you ever up seen, our- Have you ever seen a top title car miss? miss oh, yeah. Race? oh, yeah. It really? happens all the time. Yeah, it happens all the time. This is news to me. The sports Hell, Caps missed a race this year, I think. <laughs> and he's still on the title. Right. I, I'm I'm pretty sure that he he didn't qualify. Or, I know somebody in the title race, one of the title races, didn't qualify at some point this year but it, it happens all the time it's it's not new i mean no, that's awesome um, for them to to miss out on a race john force you know he qualified 370 sometimes in a row and missed qualifying one time and so and he's the biggest name in our sport yeah that's so awesome it it happens and that's why i love i love drag racing is because you don't give the multi-million dollar teams the um give them the pass kind of like NASCAR does with their provisionals and all that stuff. They have to work for their spot. And that's why Ron said when, when he was concerned or he didn't sleep very well Friday night because their job wasn't done yet. They had to qualify for the show. And once they did, then, then he slept a little bit better. And so qualifying is, it's always been a thing of games, especially this late in the year. And when you've got multiple cars like both KB and Elite do, you're going to see games like that, especially in qualifying. Um, but yeah, I you're like, right. You're not guaranteed to see each other. I like it. Um, throwing a race. Like, I feel like that's all. I feel like it's all good. Like, mm-hmm. I'm guessing the team's going to. Yeah, they're not going to knock you for losing a race. Like you just got another start. Like, yeah, I mean, the money that your teammate winning the title will bring to will bring it. <laughs> I assume it's a good amount of money. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah, so the, what that does for your team is bigger than you winning one race. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's why they do it um, because they know that they'll they've got a good shot at it, and so I. You can't you can't blame them one bit. The one thing it does though is if you do set up to do that and qualify, and you're not getting a good hit at the track, and so now you're questioning whether your car can make it down the track on race day, and so that that's kind of the that's that's the game you play, but that's the risk they're willing to take. And I'm like you, I I don't see a problem in it. Honestly, it's it's weird but I don't see a problem in it. All right. And then another question from Adam is we've seen career resurgences by Steve Johnson and Karen Stoffer. Stoffer. Stoffer and pro stack motorcycle. Uh, would you say they are contenders next season for the championship? Um, it'll be curious to see what happens in the off season. And I say that for a couple of reasons. One, there's rumors that Matt Smith is leaving the victory company and and going to Suzuki which was like a shot in outer space a few years ago um but I I would be I will say this I think Karen Stouffer will have a better year than Steve Johnson next year for the simple fact that Stouffer's teamed up with a really good owner who has a really good bike himself and Jerry Savoie um I think that they can do some things. I don't know if I would consider it a complete resurgence 
and title contenders, as long as Matt Smith is in your category, as long as Eddie Krawick and Andrew Hines, who both have won four or five championships are in your category. Um, I wouldn't, I, I don't know about that. I think that they will be contenders. I think they will be in it, but I don't think they'll have a chance to win it. I think Matt Smith is going to win again. Uh, as long as he does the no shoes thing. Hey, the man, the man's got a, got a lot going on. I think he actually did one of those shoey things too, by the way. Oh, hell yeah. No, this, this guy, Ron Caps better watch out. This guy might take over my spot. This is my favorite drag racer. No, Ron, Ron's, Ron's going to have your soft spot. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> right. Uh, do you think the middle – this comes from uh, Luis Torres. He's a uh, photographer out in California. Uh, do you think the Middle East races will hurt Verstappen and Red Bull's title hopes? Um, I want to hear your opinion on that. <laughs> I don't know what he's asking. That's the bad thing. Like, I'm I I watch F1. I wouldn't call myself an F1 fanatic. Mm -hmm. um, I you know maybe he's pointing at uh, Hamilton being good there in the past, but or them being bad there. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, Verstappen's never had a car like this one. I don't think it. I don't think it'll hurt him. I think they're both set up to do. Uh, whatever they please and it's a rivalry for sure they're going to race against each other right. so let's see who takes uh takes the next round we'll go from there i do like that uh yes yes marina or yas marina mm -hmm. however you say it i do like that that's the uh championship race that'll be Did fun. you know that they used to uh well I, I don't know if they still do but they had a drag strip there on that same circuit they the NHRA go there no, no, the NHRA never did, but uh, they. I suppose it would be logistically kind of tough to get the right. cars over there. And and they um, they did sponsor a car a few times. Yas Marina Circuit did, um, so that was pretty cool to see that. But yeah, they definitely have the money for it. So oh, absolutely, that is going to round out the questions. Um, you guys do a better job of. Thanks for keeping the fuck Mary kills out of there. Uh, circle jerks. I uh, appreciate them, but uh, get, give me some weird ones next week. I want to come in here and uh, talk about random crap in between our NASCAR stuff. I was, trying to, I was trying to think of some different questions to even ask you, and I'm trying to trying to think them now, but go for uh, okay, it. Let me, let me ask you this, okay? Because, and, and obviously this is more based on business and and logistics but you know tony stewart when he went from chevy to ford they moved all of donnie's stuff to ford right all their yeah. world all their sprint car stuff moved to ford leah has a great relationship with dodge has run the the dodge uh, drag pack challenger for years and Higgins only ever ran a Dodge in his entire life. Do they switch over to Ford when Tony comes in next year to drag racing? Uh, in with an answer that has completely no knowledge or science behind it. Uh, absolutely. Definitely. I whatever, based on, you have to do it based on business, right? We have seen, it was in the first days of Donnie shots running a Ford in we heard rumors that they're putting a Ford sticker on a Chevy motor. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, there's something with Ford 
that Tony has and whatever deal that has is definitely going through. You would, you would think, you would think I was just, you know, that's obviously it's not necessarily a drag racing or NASCAR related question, but it's more on the business side of things. And you'd have to think that he has to do it. Right. I would, I would always question things. Um, if I thought I was that comfortable in a manufacturer, or like with with that type of car what what right. goes into it what i want to fix on it and stuff like that i would like if i was that comfortable i would be like no we're running dodges well and and he's said that he's getting all of his stuff from don schumacher <clears throat> who is all hemi based dodge everything you you look at all of their stuff the only thing that isn't is antron brown stuff and that's cuz he has a separate partnership with toyota I checked, by the way. He still follows me on Twitter. It's my best friend. See? He gave an electric interview today. You see that? Amazing yeah, stuff. He's fantastic. He's good. Antron, Antron, Antron is one of one of the best interviews in the world. His energy yeah. is like it, it comes through the TV, man. <laughs> you know, he, he's a great guy. I still don't know why he follows my tweets. <laughs> no, no clue, no relation. See, when you set it up, when you set up the interview with Caps, you need to ask him about that and why Antron would follow you. Yeah, we'll do it. You'll be on it. Yeah, so We're I'll probably on Caps about you. Um, and the, the funny dude, we've talked so much NHRA on this podcast. Hey, that's the only thing that happened today. That I did important. watch like four consecutive hours of NHRA today, only to find out at the 2.15 mark that all the races had already happened. Well, <laughs> instantly when, become you, bummed when out. you would text me, when you would text me that asking if all the races were complete, you weren't completely wrong because the semifinals had just happened and they hadn't ran the finals yet. So yeah, no, they, they, they need to do something to get those races live. I agree. Something, anything. They've if, and they've done I it. Want in the past. fans, if you don't see it on the live TV broadcast at the start, like it's not hard to run the whole ladder. But if there's like two bigger events that you know you might not get all of the pro sock motorcycle or all of the pro sock races, shut up, stop complaining about it. I just want to watch the races live so we can all talk about them together. Exactly. They've they've done it in the past. They've ran everything live in the past, a whole whole show live in the past. I don't know why they can't do it for the biggest. What channel was that through? They through Fox. They've done it. They've That's done crazy. it through Fox. That's nuts. So I don't know why they can't go ahead and do it. It's not like that they're fighting any TV windows on FS1. Hey, please set up the TV schedule at the start of the year. You got me confused every weekend if there's an HRA or not. Well, that's because their schedule's all over the damn map. Yeah, right. That's because they go for two weeks, take three weeks off, go for a week, take two weeks off, go for a month, take four months off. It seems like it's—I can't even tell you. I think you're just describing the off-season team. It's what it seems like. (laughs) It's like he's like they're not running again this weekend. What gives? It's what it seems like. No, it's always (laughs) been that way, and I'm just. It's frustrating as a as a fan who has watched it basically my entire life. It's so frustrating. Absolutely. Um, 
let's preview next weekend. It's going to be a good week. You want to talk about the USAC thing real quick with Dazen Pursley? Yes, we yeah, we probably should. I did not mean any disrespect to Dazen about that. He's a hell of a driver. I hope he mm-hmm. turns out okay. Yeah, I do too. That's a tough deal. Uh, uh, USAC, that, USAC midget driver, Dason Pursley, uh, drives the IWX number 71 car. Uh, Iowa State colors, if you've seen it on a track, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he got hurt in a wreck uh, this weekend. Um, yeah, I, I haven't heard another update, and I don't want to. I know he was getting, like, spinal cord repair they, they surgery. He went in for surgery on his C4 and C5, I think, this morning if I remember right. Yes. But I haven't seen anything since then. Yes. So we'll wait uh, until there's an update or anything, and I'll have that posted on Always Race Day. I know a couple people tweeted me and asked if there is any update. I'll post one when I have one. If you don't see one, there isn't. Yeah. I, like I said, I haven't seen anything, but hopefully hopefully all goes well um, for him. And please, no one take this as, like, me making fun of the situation. But in peak, like, racing culture, uh, someone put up, like, a personally strong thing. And the mascot's just, like, the cowboy-looking, like, Texas Tech Red Raider mascot-looking thing. <laughs> and it, like, just big pants. And it just looks really – it looks dopey. I don't know if he, if he has a connection to it that changes the whole thing. But I feel right. like they just get one of these things, and they're, like, personally strong. Yeah, let's curve the letters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll see that flying around but i i hope i hope he gets better he's a hell of a talent and i can't wait to see what he does after this yeah absolutely and uh congrats to brady bacon on winning the non-wing sprint car championship yep everyone everyone clap got that you drink a lot of bush light absolutely uh josh he already, Berry. he already did won. at this point yes and josh Berry won the uh, battle of stars yep awesome i love it oh so, when when you think there wasn't anything going on, there was. And just just wait for this week, because we got dirt lay model season that's continuing again. Mm-hmm. Well, there's and they're two running big races they're, last week, and there's now two races this weekend again. They're running down in Florida. Modifieds are running down in Florida somewhere. I thought I saw. Um, I see Kenny Wallace won last night somewhere down. Really? Down in Florida. I didn't see yeah. That. Yeah, I think he won last night somewhere. So it's hard. It's hard for me to get into modifieds. I'll watch Nick Hoffman, but to me, they're like, just like smaller late models that are slower. They're, they're late models that want to be Indy cars. Yeah. Front vendors. (laughs) All right. Um, so Tuesday this week, get it started off early. Uh, we have a NASCAR next gen test on the dirt at Withy raceway. It might be with Wythe. Or uh, Whithay. Uh, I don't know which pronunciation that's correct, but I said all four that came to mind. Um, Stuart Friesen is going to be driving uh, in that next-gen test, so I can't wait to see the coverage they do with that and what we get. Well, if it's anything like the Bowman Gray, you're going to have to get it online. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I didn't even get to watch that test. I didn't either. I don't think, I don't think we'll get to watch most of these. Uh, but the uh, the online content that comes out is sufficient enough to me because um, mm-hmm. you're not going to take too much from what laps are running right now. Well, especially one car out there too. It's not like they're it's not like they're putting a full field out there. Absolutely. Uh, now the reason for picking Friesen uh, to run the next gen dirt test uh, is because he's not a Cup Series driver, so he won't be racing 
in the Bristol dirt race. But yeah, no, that's what I looked at it. And I I said, I, I, I would put a lot of money that he is one of the guys that would probably absolutely be racing that. And why don't you have Kyle Larson? Right. Yeah. You, why not have your champion of the sport who is a lot Kyle Larson and Christopher Bell should be down there con- continuing to electrify their rivalry. Yeah. Also, don't tell the dirt fans that they're arguing, by the way. That will crush a lot of them. Who's arguing? Uh, Larson and Bell just weren't good oh, for yeah. a few months. And I, I don't know if they've yeah, well, mended things or if they still talk or, or what the deal is. But well, when there's a question last, of if there's a rivalry, I will always point to yes. Last last I heard that Bell Bell won't come and and have a conversation about anything. So there's that. But yeah, maybe just two guys holding out. Probably. But yeah, I I don't know why you wouldn't have Larson come in and test it. It's not like he's gonna gain anything more on dirt than anybody else i mean right, right. it doesn't make any sense no, kyle larson's gonna be better on dirt darn i guess i, I don't know how <laughs> else do you be, look I, at I that i would be like he can get better come on i was gonna um, say how else do you look at that so and, and you know freezing's gonna do it because he ran for spire last year right i assume he'll be in that race yeah so watch him win it that would be point, that back would, to, point back to the test on Tuesday. Oh, there it is. Um, after that, two more days in NASCAR testing uh, at the Charlotte Oval. Um, in the next gen car, so that'll be pretty cool too. Uh, are they doing multiple? Are they doing like multiple cars? Or is it? Just I assume. One? I assume they. I assume they are. I, have, I don't have a list of drivers yet. I'm going to try okay. to have that up. Obviously, by Wednesday, we hope. But uh, it depends on if I can find it. Uh, yeah get my hands on and stuff like that um otherwise uh and i don't think chase elliott will be doing the charlotte test because him and kyle larson are headed to placerville with the usac midgets Mm -hmm. Uh, so usac races uh tuesday at bakersfield and then thursday friday and saturday for the hangtown 100 at placerville um and then they end up they end their season uh, next week uh, down in Arizona. So, isn't there wing sprint cars with them? There? I'm sorry, not not at Arizona at Ventura. Aren't they running some sort of four tens or three sixties with them as well? I think there is a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At uh, gosh, I'm not, sorry, I'm forgetting. Not next that. weekend, but this this coming weekend yeah this it's i believe it's still this coming weekend no i think okay it's at merced okay so they're running with the usac midgets this weekend and then the midgets run like monday and tuesday of thanksgiving week or tuesday and wednesday um and they'll run they'll both run sprint cars larson's running a midget for sure mm-hmm. and i would assume if larson's giving chase elliott a midget to run that weekend that he might have elliott run a midget too but this is his first sprint car race, so we'll, you know, he might he might not want to. I, I don't right. know. I don't know what kind of a guy chases. Some of them are just like, no, give me an everything. Right. So yeah, that'll be interesting to see. And as we said, uh, dirt late model, uh, kind of an off season regional tour. It's called the Dryden Extreme Dirt Car Series. Uh, kicks off its eight race season 
uh, scheduled in the off season uh, exclusively at uh, Lanca- Lancaster Motor Speedway. So could be cool to see. Yeah. Always something going on, man. It's that's the nice thing is is you think that it's it's over and it's really not. Always something to talk about. Yeah, always something to talk about. And I have a feeling in the next few weeks we're gonna be talking a lot of silly season stuff across a lot of different, you know, landscapes, but whether it be NASCAR, uh drag racing, I don't know how many seats if there's any seats still available in IndyCar. All that, you know, all those seats, we'll be talking about that. It's going to be a couple of busy weeks coming up. Let's get weirder on the questions next time, please. Like a <laughs> wa- Give me like a waffles or pancakes and let me like argue about it with myself for 10 minutes. Oof. Okay. <laughs> it's like, Damon's like, that doesn't seem too good. Now, to now we got, now I got a challenge. I got to find some weird questions to th- to think about i'll look up some for you and you can look up for some for me so even if twitter's slow we'll be good right we yeah yeah Beautiful. that can be interesting all right that will do it for us today on the always race day podcast guys thank you for listening tell your friends about us um someone called me really professional today uh yeah i saw that do they know who you again. are yeah. <laughs> so they've never met me in person obviously <laughs> But appreciate all y'all for listening. And uh, always, seriously, text me, tweet me, anything. Let me know uh, what myself and uh, we as a company can do better. Because I always love the feedback and all that. So appreciate y'all for listening. Damon, thanks for joining me. Absolutely, man. It's always fun. All right. You guys have a good rest of your week.